You are listening to episode 10 of the Growth Threat Podcast with Fee Dang. How to be a warrior, not a warrior. Don't just go through life, grow through it. Hi, and welcome to the Grow Through It podcast with Fee Dang. My name is Fee, and I am a clarity and confidence life coach known as the Positivity Queen. My passion is to help you go from stuck and self-critical to courageous and empowered so you can conquer anything. Join me every Tuesday as I discuss all things mindset, self-love, energy, and purpose. This podcast won't just inspire and motivate you. It will also provide practical tips and strategies you can implement in your daily life. Ready to grow? Let's grow. Hello, beautiful souls. How are you doing today? I am so happy to have you join me on another episode of the Grow Through It podcast with Fee Dang. It's been a busy start to 2021 for me with all things coaching, and I really wanted to shout out some of the incredible wins that my clients are having. So huge shout out to M. After one week of coaching, we're already seeing such huge shifts. When we first spoke, he described feeling numb when it came to dating women, and he's already called in not only a first date, but a second date with a lovely lady who stirred some feelings within him. Another huge shout out to Jay, a longtime client who I recently reconnected with. He is continuing to work through his journey of his past with his family and past relationships. He's recently opened up new perspectives after feeling stuck for a very long time, and I'm really happy to share that. Shout out to another client, Jay, a new client after one session. She's put into practice her insights from our session, and she's made three new groups of friends and did a huge social media cleanup. This was the final step for her of letting go of a recent breakup, and she's channeling all of that time and energy to herself and her growth. All amazing wins that I'm so happy to share. If you are thinking about working with me, I'd love to chat and be shouting out your inevitable wins on the podcast sometime soon too. Details in show notes as usual, or you can connect with me on my website, feedang.com or Instagram at thefeedang. Today's episode is titled, How to Be a Warrior, Not a Warrior. I saw this quote online and it really resonated with me. It's a gem of a quote and shifts your mindset to one of power and confidence, and that is something that I am all about. My parents, in particular my mom, she used to worry about me, and I feel like this was exacerbated by the fact that I'm an only child. And my parents, they would worry about life in general, what's going on in the world, reading newspapers daily, watching the news daily, including all the weather updates, having enough money to pay bills, being safe from danger, you know, stay away from this, don't do that, and so forth. And this constant worrying was most certainly passed down to me as a personality trait. I still do worry from time to time, but to be honest, I don't really anymore as I have full faith and confidence in myself and my capabilities. However, rewind time to even three or four years ago, when I was younger, I used to worry a lot. You know, I'd be thinking, will he like me? Will I be alone forever? Will anyone want to date me? Will I pass this test? Will I get this job? Will I be stuck in this job forever? Is my outfit okay? Will people notice this on my face? Am I really sick? Will I die? Do I have cancer? 
do I have something that has no cure? If I spend this money, will I get my money's worth? What if I wasted my money? And the list goes on. And in fact, sometimes I would end up in worry loops about worry. So it would go something like, am I worrying too much? Worrying doesn't help. And I logically know that. So why am I worrying? Is something wrong with me? And then it loops round and round. If you are nodding your head um, along to this, you know, your parents worried a lot, you worried a lot, there's an actual reason as to why this is. Humans are wired to worry. Worrying is a part of human biology and human evolution. Worrying itself is not a problem. In fact, worrying serves a purpose to keep you safe and process potential threats. Worrying is a problem when it interferes with your life It's acutely intense and it lasts longer than it usually does for you. The theories of immediate return environment and the delayed return environment are used to explain why humans worry. Humans used to live in an immediate return environment 500 years ago. In reference to time and history, 500 years is relatively recent. Our worries were immediate in nature as cavemen lived a hunter-gatherer lifestyle, Worrying was very useful in the moment as it helped us to take action in the moment rather than later for survival. Let me run you through the thought process of our ancestors cavemen back in the day. Your stomach grumbles, you feel worried about food, you find food, your worry is relieved. Your mouth feels parched and dry, you haven't drunk enough water today, you feel worried, you find water, your worry is relieved. You hear a storm brewing, You worry about getting wet and being cold. You find shelter. Your worry is relieved. You feel cold. You worry about dying. You light a fire. Your worry is relieved. All of the actions you take deliver immediate results, gratification, and therefore you lived in the present moment. In fact, animals still live in an immediate return environment. As Duke University professor Mark Leary put it, a deer may be startled by a loud noise and take off through the forest. But as soon as the threat is gone, the deer immediately calms down and starts grazing, and it doesn't appear to be tied in knots in the way that many people are. Nowadays, we live in a delayed return environment where our decisions don't immediately benefit us in the moment. Some examples for you. When you work, you get paid either fortnightly or monthly. When you work hard, you don't get promoted immediately. You do after hitting your key performance indicators over time. If you save money now, you'll have enough for when you retire later in life. When you start exercising and eating healthier foods, you'll see results over time and you don't lose weight or get fit immediately. The nature of a delayed return environment results in uncertainty as a great source of worry. There are no guarantees to most things we do and in fact most of the choices we make today won't immediately benefit us. Going to school and university doesn't guarantee you'll get a job. Going on a date doesn't mean you'll meet the one or your soulmate. Investing in stocks doesn't guarantee you'll make returns. Put simply, our brain is not designed to solve the problems of a delayed return environment. Our environment and way of living has changed rapidly, but our brains have not. Our brain hasn't evolved to live in a delayed return environment. Now you know the biological and evolutionary reason as to why we worry, let's talk about being a warrior and not a warrior.
before I share how you can be a warrior and not a warrior, let me set up the stage. What is a warrior persona? A warrior triumphs, whereas a warrior cowers. A warrior has the rock-solid, unshakable belief in themselves. They know how to handle anything that comes their way. A warrior is brave. They are not afraid of the unknown, and even if they are, they put themselves out there. They confront and face their fears. They are not scared of challenges because they know they will rise to the challenge. In fact, warriors embrace all opportunities to grow because they know they have so much to gain. Warriors win massive wars by focusing on winning one small battle at a time. Now we've established the warrior persona, I'm going to share five ways how you can be a warrior and not a warrior. Number one, recognize that behind every emotion, including worry, lies a thought. Your emotions are a result of your thoughts. Therefore, if you want to change your emotions, you have to change your thoughts. Bring awareness to your thoughts. Consciously choose to accept and run with a thought or reject and deny a thought. Slice through unhelpful thoughts like a warrior with your sword of evidence. Our thoughts are often stories or assumptions we create, so question the thought. Is there factual evidence to support this thought or am I making this up? Number two, focus on what you can control and accept what you cannot change. I have two great exercises to share with you to help on this. The first is a dichotomy of control circles. On a piece of paper, you draw two circles. The first being what you can control and the second circle being what you can't control. No point worrying about what you can't control because nothing you do will influence it. A super simple exercise. The second exercise I have for you to be a warrior and not a warrior is a circles of control. On a piece of paper, draw a giant circle, a circle within that and a small circle within that. All in all, it looks like a bullseye. The center is what you can control, the circle of control. This is all within you that you can directly control, such as your thoughts, your behavior, your attitude, your effort, your energy, your actions, and so forth. The circle outside the center circle is a circle of influence, what you can influence, such as your network and relationships. Emphasis on influence. You can't make or force it. For example, you can talk to people you know and try and convince someone. And if you're looking for a promotion, you can influence this by building strong relationships with colleagues, putting yourself out there for more projects to take on and so forth. The largest circle is everything else outside of your control and influence. For example, things like a global pandemic like coronavirus, the weather, strangers you don't know, traffic, the economy, policies, the media and so forth. On to the third way to be a warrior and not a warrior. Number three, be strategic, have a game plan and take action. Always be prepared. Identify what worries you and create a solution to the worry. It's not enough to just create the game plan, you also have to take action. For example, if you're worried about getting a job, create an actionable plan on how to get a job. Chunk it down so it's not overwhelming. This is something I spoke about in the previous episode, episode 9. For example, if you want to get a job, you need to apply for jobs. In order to apply for jobs, you need a cover letter and resume. Start there. When you break it down, it's not so intimidating. 
Another example is if you're worried you don't you won't ever have a partner, create an actionable plan on how to get a partner. In order to get a partner, you have to go on dates. In order to go on dates, you need to meet people. People are candidates for partners. So how do you meet people? You can do that by going outside of your house or within your home through apps and websites. A game plan also involves having coping strategies for worry, such as setting aside time to worry, such as 10 minutes, and then moving on as an example, and having a support network you can turn to when it all becomes overwhelming. If you need help creating a personalized game plan, having strategies to cope and support, let's chat. I work with clients to create specific actionable plans with clear steps that can be measured in order to achieve their goals. Whether that's getting a promotion, changing jobs, finding a partner, becoming an entrepreneur to make money online, anything is possible. A life coach is all about life. And just to add, not many people know that as part of my coaching, you'll have access to me Monday to Friday so I can answer any questions or concerns that pop up along your journey to hitting your goals and up-leveling yourself. Number four, believe in yourself. You are an amazing person. You've gone through so many hard things, times you didn't think you'd make it through, yet here you are. This was not an accident. This is because of you. You are strong. You are smart. You are capable. You are resilient. You know how to overcome obstacles and challenges. In fact, when a worry comes up, repeat this mantra. I am a warrior, not a warrior. Number five, work on your strength. I mean strength physically and in your mind. It's well known that exercise can alleviate anxiety. Exercise alleviates stress, provides a beneficial distraction and boosts your feel-good endorphins. The high from accomplishing exercise will fuel you to conquer not only your workout, but whatever else you put your mind to. Physically, you'll even start to take the form of a warrior by getting super fit. Mentally, to work on your strength is to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Do something small every day that makes you feel uncomfortable to work on your mental strength, such as running an extra five minutes to keep your heart rate going or even try a cold shower. To wrap it all up, here are the five ways to be a warrior and not a warrior. Number one, recognize that every emotion, including worry, lies a thought. Number two, Focus on what you can control and accept what you cannot change. Number three, be strategic. Have a game plan and take action. Number four, believe in yourself. And number five, work on your strength. Be a warrior and not a warrior. Every warrior has their teacher. So if you're looking for your teacher, it would be an honor to be yours. Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful souls. If you've enjoyed listening along, I would really appreciate it if you could share this with your friends or leave a review on iTunes. It would help me so much to spread the word on personal development. I'll catch you next Tuesday with a brand new episode of the Grow Through It podcast, Love and Positivity. Are you wanting to find out more about one-to-one coaching or working with me? Maybe perhaps you want to know more about me. I'd love to connect with you. You can visit my website, feedang.com, or connect with me on Instagram at thefeedang. Speak to you soon.